1: This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com.
0: Faster than a speeding blooper. Hey. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta
2: little soul on your wednesday wednesday edition of faith talk live i am rick
1: probst and i'm dan radcliffe happy hump day that's
2: got to be sam and dave and hold on i'm coming classic song there i think the uh, blues brothers redid that song
1: that sounds like a blues brothers type song yeah yeah yeah. you know who the blues brothers are tiana uh yeah sure you do okay that's good couple of brothers (laughs) that
2: are really sad they're really blue they're down
1: part of the blue man group there is what they are yeah (laughs)
2: Probably uh, they're down uh, and uh, a part of Taylor Swift's new album, no Woo! doubt. Cause every, <laughs> I think she mentions Dan and I, too. Look what you made her do. Scoundrels. Yes. <laughs> scoundrels! <laughs> That's what we are. Speaking of scoundrels, the Dr. David Delk going to be uh, in studio Did here. you call him a scoundrel? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. wow. Well, he's not going to touch me because uh, I think uh, his boss, Dr. Steely. Yes. Dr. Ste'd you like to have a name like Steely. Hi there. My name is Dr. Dr. Steely. Steely. <laughs> could be worse. Yeah, His name could be Les. My name is Les. Les.
1: Dr. Les. I think your name kind of describes you, right? Steely? Yeah. yeah. You don't see a whole lot of guys named Les anymore. No. no,
2: no. Not anymore. But anyway, those guys, uh, Dr. Steely coming in, the Atlanta multi-area director of uh, FCA. I want to know what he's going to do with Dr. Delk. Because, you know, he's a handful, that guy.
1: He is. He's a big handful, too.
2: And I don't know about a guy in FCA that really likes candles, this Dr. <laughs> <laughs> what should
1: we do about that? He loves those scented ones. He does love those candles, for sure. <laughs> Always ask us to bring them in whenever he comes yes, in. Yes, he so. does. Yeah. I did not today
2: because I, I knew Dr. Steely
1: yeah. was coming in. Plus, the uh, building maintenance doesn't like it when we set fires right. in the, in the mm-hmm. studio. So. Yeah.
2: Yikes. Look out for that. Mm-hmm. Birthdays today include our friend, Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, Jeff Foxworthy? 59 today. Is he? Wow. Dan and I hung with Jeff, what was that, a couple of years ago over yeah. at Atlanta Mission. He was doing a Bible study. He mentioned us by name. Did uh, he? Yeah, Don and Randy. <laughs> These are my friends, Don and and Randy. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Gina and Randy.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I'm sorry, that's Louie Giglio's that was Louis that called us brother-in-law now. and his sister-in-law. Yeah. Anyway. So he's 59 today, Yeah, and uh, here's a clip from If you
3: see a sign that says, say no to crack, and it reminds you to pull your jeans
2: out,
3: (laughs) you might just
2: be a redneck. You might be a redneck. (laughs) Wow. I like that That one. That guy is funny. Here's a couple of others here. Uh, You might be a redneck if birds are attracted to your beard. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Adam. That's That's Adam. Adam. That's our executive producer, Adam the Beard Samurai Man by No Socks. Hollywood, just say... No.
4: That's right.
1: Yeah. yeah, sure. Hey, and our new friend, our, well, your new friend, my, our friend uh, David Crowder. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. We talked about his beard and how he got a stick stuck in there. And he had, no yeah, he had no idea. He had no idea. He had a stick? A you stick. got
2: your beard? Pull a
1: tree out of There with birds <laughs> and everything. Is it
2: still as... Uh, Wiley as it was the last time it I saw it. doesn't look as a, long as I remember I don't it think it It was. Yeah, it was a little tame, some, and yeah. he, he put left, the beard oil in it. He, mm-hmm. he left it mm-hmm. in the dryer a little bit too long <laughs> I think he, before I think he did, Celebrate yeah. Freedom. Have you recovered from Celebrate Freedom, Missy?
1: Uh, still working on it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed this morning she got out of a, a limousine mm. yeah, yes.
1: with flashing <laughs> lights. Well, she said before we started that it, once she gets three stalkers, she'll know she's made it. Exactly. So, yeah exactly well you and I could be one and two so all she needs is one more so just one more mm-hmm. there
2: you go you might
1: be a redneck if
2: your wife's job requires you to wear an orange vest
1: if your wife's job requires you I don't you know like one. on the road crew yeah orange vest. okay you might be a redneck oh, he's lost me
2: on that I didn't one. get okay. that one <laughs> If your school fight song was dueling banjos, <laughs> you have more than five oh, McDonald's wild. bags in your car. Uh-huh. That described me a number of years ago. <laughs> okay, just last week. Yeah. Uh, your dog and your wallet both are on a chain. Mm-hmm. You consider the fifth grade your senior year. <laughs> well, you got a whole list of them Whoa. there. Look at that, man. That sounds like, like the whole population. <laughs> of, are you stealing jokes again? Where's k like, dot? That sounds like the whole population of Delaware right wow. there. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow. Where's my rim shot? Your brother-in-law is also your uncle? Oh, wow. I told you the story about Aunt Mama, right? Yes. Okay, I'll have to tell that sometime on the air. Should I do it now? Aunt Mama? Guy in our church, his dad remarried, and he married, he divorced his wife, and he married his wife's sister. Wow. And so one of the sons that went to our church on the south side... Said that they used to call his new mama Aunt Mama because she wow. was the aunt. That's
1: weird. None of that That's going on weird. in Delaware.
2: No, M- no. Might be a redneck <laughs> if your dad walks you to school uh, because you're both in the same grade. <laughs> <laughs> Something about grilling spam too, but oh, not Get into yuck, that. No. So anyway, happy birthday to uh, to Jeff Fox. Yeah, happy birthday. Team. We've got to get him on the show because he's just uh, he he loves us to pieces. Yeah, Don and. Don and Randy. <laughs> Don what are and their, Randy. Jim over are. at Atlanta Mission, I think he's got a
1: connection. He, he does have a connection. We need to see if he can help us get him on.
2: Birthdays today also include a guy named Roger Walters in a band. Wal- Walters. Why do I say Walters? I Waters. Roger Waters, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. You mm-hmm. ever heard of Pink Floyd? I have. All right, finish this. Finish oh. this, this statement. It's a Pink Floyd song. Okay. All right. Uh, no, I just forgot it. I just oh. had a seen <laughs> it Another brick in the wall. That's if you means. don't have any meat, you can't have any... Uh,
1: seat? <laughs> seats? Because seats rhymes with meats. That was the first thing I thought of. It would be pudding. What? That doesn't make any sense. Pudding? Well, if you don't eat your meat, you can't have your pudding. Oh. If you
2: don't eat your meat,
1: you, you can't, can't have, have any pudding. pudding. That's, That's right. a
2: line in a song. Yeah, it's hello. Kind of it's silly. a classic,
1: a brick in the wall. Well, that was kind of spoken before the actual song.
2: Okay. You, you okay. remember the last time you're on the Jumbotron at CF, it was the last yeah. time <laughs> you were on the Jumbotron.
1: She was a star. Right? That's not going to be her it last was time so fun. I'll tell you what.
2: Speaking of scars uh, and stars, uh, James Bond <laughs> is getting married in the next 007 film. Did you see that? Really? Yes. Really? That's the truth. Yeah. I'm not that's Is not it going to be Daniel Craig? Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Now his sleep number Bad number will be 006.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where's my room shot? Yeah, very good.
2: <laughs> did that you is, write that yourself no. or did you steal that from K? <laughs> no, I wrote that one. Okay. Well, I kind of stole it. A little bit of plagiarism <laughs> there. Not from K. Not from K. I'm though. way beyond K. Dot. now. Are you? Okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> stuff now. But anyway, that's uh, going to be pretty cool. And we're keeping our eye on uh, Irma. Who is <laughs> no pun yeah. intended.
1: <laughs> our eye on Irma. <laughs> She does have a very well defined eye. All joking aside, that is a major storm. That's Did you huge. see? There was video yesterday I, from Antigua. I yeah. think is how you pronounce it. I was watching it on your My computer. Gosh, man, those uh, those trees were just snapping in half and just, like being ripped out of the yeah. ground. It's crazy.
2: I don't know that I've ever seen one like that before. Yeah.
1: Have you? I, I haven't. I mean, I know they said Hurricane Allen, which came back in 1980, which I remember because I was in San Antonio and it came up through Texas. Allen? Yeah, but it had like 190 mile an hour winds. you have a when... wife named Susan? No, no, okay. that, not that, that, that Allen. That's our IP in Salem. Yes.
2: Wow. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, 185 mile per hour ah. winds. Mm-hmm. So our prayers with those guys. I've got relatives in uh, Boca Raton. And uh, I called, I, well, I actually text yesterday, say, hey, you guys uh, hanging? You coming to Georgia? What's the deal? Mm-hmm. And get uh, out. And, the, and the, my niece is, wants to stay. Like, Are you kidding really? me? Wow. So, I mean, it may Bunker not it go tones
1: down the south part of Florida, isn't it's it? Over or on the east side. Is, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah West yeah, Palm yeah. Beach, uh, that uh, area. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's kind
2: of the area that it's supposed yeah, to be yeah. coming through. Unless it takes a left, which I hope it doesn't. Then that yeah. would mean the Gulf. Right. right. Oh, my right. gracious. Wow. Crazy town. And uh, Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. did you read this? I don't know. She's coming in January.
4: I
1: did, yes. She's performing the halftime show for the uh, college football layoffs or something. I don't know what they're called. The what? The playoffs. <laughs> I thought
2: she said. Did you say layoffs? <laughs> no, playoffs. <laughs> I know that's not the that's, real show. I'm, new. Play that I'm game. still new to football. I'm <laughs> yeah. still learning. Okay. But
1: the halftime show. But it's going to be a free concert at Centennial Olympic Park. Really? January that's 8th? That's going to be packed. That's going to be insane. Wow. I, I know. Won't, I won't be down there. Can't pay attention. Yeah, oh, be down I'll be there. there. I'll camp out the I'll night watch before. I'll it on TV. It's I'll a bet, free
2: Taylor Swift concert. You I'll, have to go. I'll bet because you've been on the Jumbotron at CF now, you can get a press pass, wouldn't you think? I think so. Mm-hmm. Look, oh, what sure. <laughs> Look what you made me do! Look what you made me do! Maybe Who she'll let me be a singing? backup dancer. <laughs> That's Taylor Swift. Uh, That's me okay, doing yeah. Taylor okay. Swift. All right, let's get serious now. How Coming up, yes, this, uh, Yes, after this, uh, after this <laughs> break, let's check in with Dr. Steely. And I can see through the window in a door there. The doctor Delk is—is uh, is he waiting? He's—he's
1: he's waving at me. Patiently
2: to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. He's lighting his candles. He'll be in in just <laughs> seconds. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst and I'm Dan Radcliffe. Faith Talk Live, stay there. Faith Talk
0: Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe, the choice of discriminating listeners throughout Greater Atlanta and also those who tuned in by mistake.
2: Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And
1: I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Wednesday. A little third day for you there. How's that?
2: Love it. And uh, speaking of third day, uh, Mark Lee is going to be in the studio next week. He's going to mm-hmm. be talking about his uh, latest book. It's going to be a really cool show. This is a great show. We we, we not only have Dr. David Delk, we've got Dr. yeah here from FCA. So we've got two doctor, doctors. Dr., doctor, Dr., yeah. Doctor, doctor. So I'm missing my bell. How's it going? Good. Good. How are you?
4: What's going on? Well, I'm waiting for ZZ Top to come in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ZZ Top. I got I gotta pull up to ZZ Top for you there. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: Thanks for uh,
2: being a part of uh, the show. I know you said you prayed for for me specifically a couple of weeks ago, the passing He's of He's praying for you
4: all the time. Man. Oh, is that? <laughs> it's an everyday project.
2: <laughs> Notice I put him on mic number three. <laughs> So, that, a little, so he's out of arm's well, reach? That's, yeah. That, that's why. So, yeah, okay. yeah, if you're but, scared, just say wait, scared. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have uh, Dr. Steely here. And uh, Dr. Steely is the area director of FCA here in Atlanta, Atlanta multi-area director. Good to have
3: you. Well, thanks for having me. How long have you been here? Well, I started August 1, but I'm from Atlanta originally. Oh, so you I are? I grew up in Smyrna, Vinings okay. area, lived there for... I went to high school there, lived there forever. Then we moved to Highlands, North Carolina for yeah, about yeah. eight years. And yeah, and just got back August 1st. Welcome awesome. back. So this is home. Yeah. This is home.
2: We'll talk more about what's Great. going on with you and awesome. FCA, et cetera. David had mentioned, which I did read this the other day on Facebook, that you went to Haiti, right? With I did. Andrew, I went with Andrew. We need to get Andrew back. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't y'all
4: like him? That guy. Oh, we love him. Oh, we love him. him. Love him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys do in Haiti while you were down there? Well, uh, we've been investing uh, at the Atlanta FCA uh, Mm -hmm. in Haiti for the last five or six years. So this was my first time to go to see the ministry in action. And boy, does Andrew – God has used Andrew to do some amazing things Mm -hmm. in Haiti. And, you know, Haiti's a very poverty-stricken country, 80%. 90% Ninety percent unemployment. Mm-hmm. People just don't do anything all day long. I mean, wow. it seems like they go outside of their house, travel up and down the sidewalk, and then go back home and start all over again tomorrow. But uh, Andrew's built some very interesting relationships over there. Uh, the the uh, uh, multi sport complex that they have over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. got hundreds of kids involved in FCA ministry. Over good, there. good, and uh, it's really cool to see how he has hired the indigenous population where to be staff for fca yeah and they love fca good and i mean it's amazing to see the passion that they have for fca and to reach uh, kids for christ in haiti so well,
2: remind us how because i forget how did he get connected with haiti what was that whole it story was, uh, right
4: after the earthquake you know andrews of haitian descent he wasn't born there but his dad was so after the earthquake, Andrew had a heart and a passion to go see what the environment was like in Haiti. Mm-hmm. So when he went over there, he knew God was calling him to, to build the FCA model mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew still lives in Atlanta, but about every two or three months, Andrew goes back and works on his staff and develops leadership, uh, develops ministry and relationships to continue FCA over there. I mean, it's a, it's a country that we could – endless possibilities – Open doors everywhere. We need to pray that Irma steers clear of yeah. Haiti because they have had enough yeah. disaster over the
2: past oh, several yeah, years. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got uh, Dr. David Delk and uh, Dr. Greg Steele here from FCA. So you spent five days there. I bet you guys just you just cooked the entire time, right? I mean, you were doing something the entire time. Oh, right?
4: yeah. Well, we got to see some sights in Haiti. We went uh, you know, to the very uh, top mountains in the mountainous regions of Haiti, to uh the um uh to the seas uh to the waters and got to see a lot of neat things uh we also went to a church uh, they have some church partnerships over there so we got to uh, andrew preached and uh bored us to tears you know, <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing, Just teasing. Uh, but we did get to see some sites uh, also uh went to it's interesting uh, you're either very rich or very poor there mm. and uh So if you pull up to uh, like a Marriott hotel there, uh, they have to open up the gates. Uh, They don't just let anybody in there. They open up the security gates. You drive in and then it's just like, you know, it's just different Mm -hmm. because Marriott or all the other hotels have all of the the wealth inside of those gates. Yeah, sure, sure. But then outside, just right down the road, it's just pure poverty. I know you're there for five
2: days. Uh, did you have uh, any conversation with folks that uh, talked about how effective FCA and Andrew has been there? Any life-changing stories, testimonies?
4: Well, the life-changing stories are this. I think about five years ago, we started a volleyball program, I think, with uh, nine to 12 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was our first FCA uh, team you know, outreach type thing uh i went back over there, you know or went over there just you know uh and 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 went to the the multi-sport complex i saw 40 volleyball players uh, i saw a soccer program that had uh close to 100 in it hmm. I, and that wasn't that wasn't there 5 years ago wow mm-hmm. uh there was a basketball program And uh, these kids uh, got FCA basketball gear. They started a cheerleading program, (laughs) so they did a little basketball game. And it was funny because they don't have any organized sports over there, but they had uh, a school uh, that they recruited to come in and play these kids rfca basketball team won their game awesome and they're had a cheerleading squad that cheered for the very first time they got uniforms from the united states that's wow. so cool so these yeah. little girls were all dressed up looking like competitive cheerleaders from the united states and they were cheering and running around the uh, top of the uh uh the you know the stadium yeah, and yeah. cheering everybody on so it was pretty neat to see that mm. and the coaches uh are learning you know how to coach uh, with character and you don't have to holler and scream, yeah. uh, but you can get your point across and, and raise up leaders in those boys, too. Wow. How does what, that make you feel to see that? I'm just so you proud. Like yeah, you know, so proud of Andrew. Uh, so proud to see how God is moving in other countries, that, mm-hmm. uh, that universal language is sports, mm-hmm. and how we can really gravitate around a sport uh, and put the right uh, you know things in place to teach character, to teach Christ likeness and how to compete as a Christian, and it takes effect, just like it does here in the United States.
1: What kind of difference does that make in the in the lives of the kids, just having the equipment and, and just seeing that they've got something to rally mm-hmm. around and, and be together
4: with? Well, it gives them something wholesome to do yeah. uh, because there's nothing to do over there, and right. it gives them something. So if they're in involved in something like this, they're not getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have somewhere to go. They have something to do while they're there. They're being taught something and they're being taught the attributes of being a Christian. Right. So then it has an effect as they go back to their places that they live mm-hmm. with this different mindset, and awesome. they're, it's rubbing off on you know the people that they interact with. That's what I was going to say. I'll bet it's attractive.
2: We used to call it the halo effect mm-hmm. uh, in that it's so attractive that it gathers, uh, and there's a lot of influence in that, in a place where, like you said, it, it's either you're either rich or extreme. Uh, poverty so it's really cool to see that so
4: yeah well again i'm i'm just extremely proud of what andrew is doing over there and he we're reaching uh so many people on a shoestring budget i mean i think his budget last year was you know a little over forty thousand dollars and he's reaching two or three hundred kids over there and paying the staff as well wow with that wow so you know the they have a, a director over there director of haiti fca and uh, he's making $400 a month, which is more than most of the police probably officers. Probably quite there. a bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's very grateful for what, what he's got with FCA. Hmm. Wow. Well, bet and it, very loyal and dedicated mm, to the FCA. I
2: bet looking back in the next, what, five years or so, it'll, you'll just be going, my gracious, look what, uh, what what's going
4: on. Definitely there. a movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool.
2: FCA, love it. Uh thanks for uh being a part of FCA absolutely and in the studio today. Yes, so you're great. a native of uh a- Atlanta. You went a while in, in North Carolina. Right. Why did you backslide and go to North Carolina?
4: <laughs> well, what's, what's the deal? Have you ever been to the Highlands? That's as close to heaven, I think, as you can get. <laughs> I think there's
3: a golf course on every corner. It's like a church down here. It's wow. a golf course on every corner. Um <laughs> you know, we were at Mount Perrin Church here in Atlanta, pastoring there, and uh, a friend of ours went up there to be the senior pastor. He was the assistant pastor at Mount Perrin, and and we just felt called to follow him, and when we got there, there were about 70 people. The church had not had a senior pastor for three years. It was a testimony to them that they kept it open. Wow. And uh, they'd have guest speakers come in, and so Gary Hewins went up there to be the senior pastor, and he asked me if I would come up and be the assistant pastor. Oh, cool. And uh, we drove up there one time, and... My wife and I, on the way home, said about it at the same time, I think this is where God's calling us. So we went up there and, uh, and helped build the church, and, and, and God had that church grow. I think they've got about 600 people now. Wow. gracious. That's, that's seven years. awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. It's a resort community. So in the wintertime, it's pretty, pretty dormant, but mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime, it's, it's pretty busy. But, uh, yeah. So it was just an awesome, awesome opportunity. We loved it. And, uh, islands is a great place traffic's you, probably a lot worse there right i would imagine you know what i think i think in a, in the seven years i think i got behind a car once wow <laughs> you know i think one and that irritated me yeah I yeah imagine. that really irritated yeah. but me but golf oh. carts that's probably a whole golf carts issue. Are all over the place. it's probably hot and, and cold bikes. running yeah yeah and, bikes and bears and yeah you get behind bears? more bears than you do cars so yeah <laughs>
2: so you spent time uh, pastoring up there with uh, an amazing team, and that's cool. I love to hear those stories where they start, you know, seven ish, and mm-hmm. then God just moves with the right staff and the right people and mm-hmm. the right connections. Yeah. And then you said six hundred. Yeah. Really,
3: what'd you learn? What's one thing you think you learned uh, from that experience? Well, I think. Uh, the main thing I learned just in my relationship with with the Lord, I was nowhere near where I thought I was before I went up there spiritually. Mm. You know, I think that leadership type of leadership challenge, I think any leadership challenges, they not only challenge your leadership and, and your character, but they challenge your faith, mm-hmm. your spiritual growth. Uh, I grew there spiritually in seven years double the amount that i grew in the seven years i was here
2: let's uh, talk more about uh, fca love that love that story about uh, mount Perrin up there and what was going on talk about fca what's going on here and what you see for the future we'll be right back i'm rick Probst and i'm dan radcliffe this is faint talk live stay right there
0: Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe
1: on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving this it's Wednesday, Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. Thursday. I am Rick Copes and I'm Dan Radcliffe, and uh, welcome Trisha Delk for watching and, uh, and telling us to give, <laughs> be sure to give David a hard time. We love you, Tricia. I saw a picture
2: of her on Facebook. It was either yesterday or Sunday. When was the GT game? And she was there in cowboy
4: boots watching GT. She was in our well, you're living in trouble room. now. You're <laughs> <laughs> in trouble.
3: Oh, geez. already got
4: oh, uh, evil looks, uh, threats. Yeah, for I'm doing sure. that. But you know, <laughs> I thought she looked cuteness in those cowboy uh you know attire yeah <laughs> yeah she was sitting back you know just watching the game i snuck a picture and if you know my wife she hates pictures and she hates seeing herself on social mm-hmm. media yeah so i snuck it in there that's funny she went upstairs and you
2: posted and, uh, it before thousands yeah, of people. yeah I posted
4: yes. it she goes upstairs to the bedroom about an hour later she says I can't tell you what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tricia. I paid the price for that one. <laughs> was
1: it worth it, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's it good. It was fun. Thank you so much
2: for bringing uh, Dr. Steely uh, in the studio. Let's talk about this, and then we'll get in with Dr. Steely. Parenting God's Way, Alistair Begg's new book is out. In fact, it's still... It's still wet. The ink is is still wet right there. It's called Parenting God's Way. It's a cute little book, isn't it? It's a cute little book. You can get yours free by going to faithtalkatlanta.com. I think that's just for the month of September. Yep. Is it? So you got to get them now. Get them while they're hot. Coming up tomorrow, uh, is it Danette? Danette, Danette Flint. Danette Flint. She is a comedian. She's going to be in studio. Who connected somebody us else with,
1: that we can steal jokes from? That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't do much stealing. I'm the stealing guy. I just it's, do it quietly. I don't. I don't tell them I'm stealing. Who connected us with her? Do you uh, remember? Was it? I wasn't don't. Anita? Was it? Or? No. It wasn't okay. Anita?
1: I'm not sure who it was.
2: Danette Flint coming in studio tomorrow next week. Mark Lee of Third Day. Meanwhile, Doctor Steely. Love your story. The whole uh, Mount Parent thing. But uh, we want to get down to business here with. Uh, fca you sure. were a part of how long have you been a part of fca
3: uh since august 1st <laughs> i mean here locally but you you were a
2: part of fca well before, right? yeah i
3: i um i went to fca when i was in high school because there were pretty women <laughs> and, well, uh, at least and, you're and there were pretty women yeah. <laughs> so uh but uh i did some volunteering with with fca at western carolina university okay uh, in colorway which is near the church in highlands mm-hmm. and uh just i just got started because i just noticed uh, some things that were happening that they were, that staff was overwhelmed, which happens in FCA a lot. You know, there's just so much to cover and so much to do. And so I just volunteered. I love athletics, played athletics uh, growing up and, and had the heart for ministry. And so I started doing coaches, Bible studies for them. And then, uh, I started meeting with all the new believers that they would have at these rallies that they would do once a month. And, uh, just, just became connected, had a heart for it. And, um, and just felt like that was something I was really kinda of good at. And I, I did more leadership development for them, which is kind of my background mm-hmm. in ministry. And uh and yeah, so that just started to transpire that there was started to have discussions about maybe me doing more and uh which I was completely against because I <laughs> did not want to raise money. And um and so yeah, so that just kinda of, kinda of trampolined us to, to this point. Hmm.
2: Wow, that sounds uh, sounds really cool. So you get how? Did, how in the world did you? You just said, "Hey, I'm I'm Greg Steely. I'm down the street here. I'd really like to get involved with FCA. How did you make that connection? I mean,
3: well, we we were supporting as a church. We were supporting Western Carolina. Uh, okay, we, I we, got you. What Sorry. we did is we planted a ministry down there. We we did a coffee house for college students and a, a food market for mm-hmm. those people in need, and we helped with the pregnancy center down there and. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we just became kind of connected to FCA and we had knew we have known of FCA in the mountains because we were trying to get them connected to the schools. We Mm -hmm. knew that was the best way to get on campus. And so, um, yeah, so I just kind of connected with the leadership and just said, hey, this is where I think I can help you. I'm just here to serve. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how I got started in ministry anyways, was just serving. So the other. So we just got connected down there on the campus. So what was
1: it that impressed you about FCA? Because, I mean, to, to go into this full-time, having to raise money, you got to have a heart for it. What was it that impressed yeah, you about it?
3: Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's a good question.
4: We're not be like that for. Yeah. I hadn't what yet. Well, I, I, obviously besides David yeah, Dill, I had met it. David, but man, that would have really
3: sped up the process if I would have met him early on. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be working for Young Life right yeah. now. So, um, the, uh,
4: <laughs> that was for Trish in the yeah. cowboy yeah. boot yeah. pictures. Yeah.
3: You know what? I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what, it was what didn't impress me really that led to... To, for me to see that I could serve. And that was I felt like uh, they did ministry really well, and I think FCA does ministry better than any organization mm-hmm. that's out there. I felt what the missing piece was is that kind of a leadership development piece, right? really helping the teams and the staff develop their leadership, build confidence in their leadership so that they could lead others. And when I found out that FCA had kind of started this push to go after coaches I just thought man that's that's genius, yeah, you know, because they're the they they are the influencers on mm-hmm. the campuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. remember the coaches in my life and how whether they positively or negatively right. impacted me right uh and so i that's kind of what drew me drew me to wanting to do that it was just more how can I help right and that's just where I'm at now, just what can I do to help uh the organization and the and the people and and our team and And uh, that's just kind of my leadership style and mentality. So that's kind of what led me to thinking and praying through that opportunity. That's what I was
2: going to ask you as you take your step in since you've been here since August, which is like last month, right? So your first step is you connect with all the the leaders and stuff. How do you take them into what's the first gigantic step besides the fact of, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm made of. This is where we're going. You present the vision. But you're a serving type. Leader, yeah. is that what you impart to in the beginning?
3: Yeah, yeah. That the first thirty days, I have. I'm a I'm a strategist by nature, so I have a ninety day ministry plan of okay. leadership plan of what I'm going to do. The first thirty days, I was going to meet every staff member, and there's hundred staff probably. That number fluctuates
2: individually or collectively.
3: The goal was to meet with them individually as much as I could, but I knew that I would have to meet with them in teams. So you know, David had, would have a staff meeting, I would go to that or. Um, then we had an all-staff meeting here just a few weeks ago or a week ago, and that I kind of finished up uh, meeting everybody. But that was the goal. I wanted everybody to hear from me, mm-hmm. hear my story, because mm-hmm. I'm the outside guy. I, I was not in FCA. I wasn't yeah, going yeah. in from the outside. So the first question any inside person is asking is, why is this knucklehead? Who is he? Why is he? <laughs> why FCA? You right, know? Right. Um. And so I need to answer that question for yeah, yeah. And I wanted them to hear my heart. And I wanted them to hear, really, that my number one – uh, priority and concern was that I am for them yeah i 'm for every staff person i 'm for developing them i 'm for asking them the questions, and this is what I would ask what is it you want to do? What do you see yourself doing in fca it 's not about what I see myself doing, yeah, because I want to help perpetuate that in your life, help you to become not only a better minister with an FCA or staff member but a better person and so I just start with encouragement you know the staff meeting I told everybody that you know i 'm a hugger. I'm a people person, so I'm going to hug everybody. I'm going to kiss them. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to love on them and tell them how great they are, <laughs> David. And, uh, yeah, and you know, David hates that, but you know, David's a great kisser. I don't know if I knew that or not, <laughs> oh, wow. but yeah,
1: he's great. And there you have that's it. What my okay. wife. Says. Yeah, exactly.
3: I knew that's sure. why you like the candles. Mm, <laughs> that's right. Okay. Cowboy boots and candles. Exactly. Now we know. <laughs> so it was. It was just about making building some relational. Uh, Relational coin with them, you know, just just letting them know that I I'm in your corner, and I'm not looking to come in and change a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm just coming to build on what you guys have been doing. Y'all have been doing the work. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to serve you, Doctor Steely
2: FCA. We're talking about uh, he started here in Atlanta uh, in, in in August as he uh, connects with uh, so many leaders. So that translates as you deposit into these guys, mm-hmm. right? That translates how. Into what they're doing.
3: Well, the 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 hope is is that they gain confidence in what they're doing. That they know that uh, that somebody believes in them. I think one thing about athletes is they're so driven by performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they're more they're so driven by what they do than who they are. And uh, and I think staff is that way too. You know, how much money am I raising? How many huddles am I doing? How many athletes am I reaching for Jesus? How many camps am I working? How 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 how? Yeah, and not so much becoming who they are. And so my hope is, is that when they grow into understanding who they are and becoming better people and better leaders, that 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 will transfer to the students and the coaches that they're that they're reaching and the athletes and the coaches will see that it's more important who you're becoming in Christ than what you're doing. You know, you can't outdo Jesus. Right. right. And so that it, the the hope is that internalize that into some confidence and and really be able to to pour that into to others.
2: That's got to be quite a challenge, right? Because you have to have numbers, right? Mm-hmm. There are expectations mm-hmm. as a leader, but you also want to stay connected and grow yourself. Sure. I mean that balance is tough, isn't mm-hmm. it?
3: Yeah, we you know, I learned at Mount Perrin. I had a I had a senior pastor at Mount Perrin was uh, was really good at, at giving us kind of perspective on leadership and ministry. He used to always say um, quality over quantity. And uh, and what he would say is, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred people come to your event. If you don't get anything done, if they're not growing, if, then the event's a waste of time. Right. I love right? that. Mm-hmm. So it's the same with individuals. You know, we're trying to build. We're trying to build uh, quality, not so much quantity. So if you if you're if you're building in a work ethic and you have good time management and you believe in what you're doing and you believe in your why of why you're in FCA and the importance of that the numbers will take care of themselves you don't Mm. even you don't even really have to record them though you know we have to but they'll take care of themselves and and um and so we've got to become more about that less performance driven you know i think that's where young people are today anyways it's more performance driven right Mm. and try to change that mentality and heart
2: dr greg Steele, steely uh from fca you have a manual a training manual that's called a new way let's dig into that and what you see for the future of FCA. Awesome. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there.
0: They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta.
2: Thank you so much for that reminder, Dan, Mm. in the sweet spot of our uh, mediocre radio quiz. And proud of it, (laughs) Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live, I'm
1: Rick Probes. And I'm Dan Racklett. Before we go on, I will get in trouble if I don't say Christy Laughlin also commented and said wow no shout out for me thanks Dan Radcliffe so a shout out to Christy we love you Christy Get him, Christy yeah Dr.
2: David Delkin studio from FCA and Dr. Greg Steely here as well we're going to talk about uh, more about leadership and FCA and what's going on FCA is just huge and I'm so impressed by the entire organization and when you say organization it can be cold and callous it's not a building it's people it's got heart it's got warmth it's got touch, and it's really cool. Good to have you here. Thank you for what you're doing and your story. Tomorrow, Danette Flint is going to make us laugh, and she's been pretty pumped because I've been reading uh, Facebook pay, uh, posts. Yeah, She's been telling she's everybody. She's pumping it up
1: big time, yeah. Pumping it up. Pumping it up, and yeah. our friend uh, Pitter, who t- took our uh, awesome pictures back there, uh, is a good friend of Danette, and she's very excited Maybe about Maybe that's
2: the connection. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she's going to laugh with us. going to be a great time. And then next week, we've got Mark Lee of Third Day. We're going to talk about his book. You and I talked to him when we were at Calibrate, Mm -hmm. which was a great time. But we're going to talk specifically about his book and his time with, with Third Day. Dr. A.R. Bernard, the special speaker at the Pastor's Appreciation Event. That coming up, uh, when is that, Dan?
1: October 19th.
2: October the 19th, and that
1: is at the? The Crown Plaza Ravinia.
2: All right, check that out. And Pastor, that's for you and your entire team. You can find out more and sign up, faithtalkatlanta.com. Dr. Greg Steely here from uh, FCA. It's good to have you. You all settled in and, and good to go. And did you have folks that you knew before you left? And they said, we're so glad you're back
3: yeah that was that was just so encouraging yeah mm-hmm. we're all settled in my my wife monica beautiful monica I think she's she's watching and, and listening but uh she was the champion she got us all settled in and um and the kids and we're over in East Cobb and uh yeah everybody's just over just overly excited I mean mm-hmm. it's so excited you, you know when you come down here you want to meet the staff then you want to meet board members and donors well then because I'm moving back to the area I grew up in i'm I'm trying to meet everybody. Everybody wants to get together because we've been gone for eight years. um, I'm surprised I don't weigh about 400 pounds. I've done done nothing but eat all the time, eat. Uh, But that's been real neat and and so welcoming for us to to connect with all these old friends. Love that.
2: Tell us about your kids. How many kids do you have?
3: I have two. I have a 13-year-old daughter, Jaina, and a 7-year-old son, Paxton. And, uh, and they're great. Jaina Jana went to a charter school, which I, I had told you guys off the air that mm-hmm. they went to a charter school, and it's just a smaller school in the mountains. Her eighth grade class, there were 26 total eighth graders in her class. At her middle school now, there's 400 Whoa. total eighth graders. Wow. So that was a bit overwhelming for her. I'm sure. Starting, she didn't know how to open a locker because, you know, it's the honor <laughs> system up there. So um, that was her biggest thing. She would walk, poor thing, would walk around with her books all day long. And finally, I went and bought her a, a lock at Dick sporting goods and uh would help them help oh, them with funny. that but yeah they're excited you know their target was an hour and a half for us a movie was an hour away uh, up there so now that everything's just right there it's there. right there at your oh fingertips. my son yeah my son just thinks that this is equivalent to disney world <laughs> and i'm trying to convince him of that because it doesn't cost as much so. <laughs> yeah. but Thank in you. east
1: cobb it's still an hour away even though because
3: with traffic with yeah yeah it, it only took me four days to get here in east cobb, it's only seven miles <laughs> that's so. great
2: good timing
1: That's awesome.
2: (laughs) You have a manual that uh, you created. It's called A New Way, and this is not something you said, hey, I think I'll put a manual together. This is something that you've lived out. What was it that initially, before we get into this, what was it that inspired you to get involved in this part of leadership, leadership training, the importance of the way to uh, just to kind of look and say, okay, this
3: is what needs tweaked. This is what needs fixed so that the end result is is more fruitful in this. Yeah, that's a great question. What, one of the things that I had noticed in just my time at churches and meeting with other pastors and doing some consulting with some other churches and ministries, that, again, everybody did ministry really well mm-hmm. in nonprofits in the church world, where where I didn't feel like it w- was being developed very well was leadership, understanding the importance of leadership, understanding the biblical concepts of leadership, and how really for, for your organization or your church or your ministry to grow, it's going to start with leadership. And uh, and so I just had a heart for that. I had a heart for sitting down with ministers or people in ministry and talking to them about leadership qualities and building mission statements and vision statements, not only for their organizations, but for their lives. And talking about the importance of influence and how as believers, and we have the gospel entrenched in us, we have the greatest tool to mm-hmm. influence and change the world. The world is not changing us the world's not a bad place it's a place that has a great opportunity yeah for 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 the gospel to really flourish and and in order to do that you've got to be a good leader i mean you've just got to be able to influence people to to bring about transformational change mm-hmm. and and so i just saw the need for that and uh, and i i felt like my skill set was designed to kind of help people and encourage people to do that
2: do you feel like now 21st century 2017 that it's an easier transition for organizations, I mean the church, FCA, mm-hmm. to to go from organic, in a sense, mm-hmm. if you will, in some areas, to move into that where before years ago, wow, well, we don't need that leadership stuff. We're just fly by the seat of our Jesus. We just fans. need a red bow handle. That's all we need. Just give us a handle and we're ready to go.
3: Yeah, um, <laughs> a tether ball. <laughs> we actually still hear that, by the yeah. way. Do uh, you really? Yeah, which is which is great. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, here ultimately, this is what churches need. They need to preach the word. Okay, mm-hmm. the, they need to preach the word. Yeah, yeah. So. We don't need opinion, we need the word. Mm-hmm. Well, based on the word, I think the way that the culture is starting to evolve, yeah, there's a lot more opportunity for leadership and a lot more opportunity to understand that man, the church really really can go back to being the the influential um organization that it was designed to be. I mean, if you remember growing up, you know, the church was the center in the center of town. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to the town church and the government, the pastor would be he would be asked to give his advice on on issues within governing the the counties or people's problems the churches in my opinion retreated a bit from that mm-hmm. because we've become more defensive than offensive mm-hmm. that's good and i think that's leadership good. require leadership allows us to become offensive i said in the staff meeting the other day david was there and the group was there you know i i'm not i don't like to hear well that's the way we've always done it yeah right <laughs> right because the world's either moving forward or moving back god's either creating or we're moving back from that creation, it's never standing still, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so the goal of what we're doing as a Christian community and, and FCA for the future is we're going to move forward with leadership development and influence in schools and with coaches.
2: What does that look like on the kid end of it, the student end of it? Uh, you know, leadership is awesome. You structure it. You put it together. It's, it's moving like a machine. Right. The end result: the flesh, the blood, the attitude, the affection. What, what, what's that look like on the? Well, I think of?
3: for students, we want them to see again that they, no matter the age, that they are influencers within their within their schools. Uh, we've really started to get into middle schools pretty heavily, mm-hmm. and uh, and our goal is is that, that they begin to see the same thing within FCA from middle school to high school to college and then that's transferable into their decision making how they you know kids have a hard time making decisions i mean yeah it and athletes even if you look at recruiting and a lot of these things these athletes go through especially in Cobb County it's it's full of really talented athletes mm-hmm. to make decisions uh conflict resolution all of those kind of things we are we're going to begin the process of helping disciple them in those areas so that the gospel becomes something that's tangible they can put their hands on that transform every part of their life, hmm. not just their spiritual life. Every single portion of their life, hmm. and uh, and I mean, if you do that, now you're ta- you're talking about prayer in school. At that point, is is a little bitty issue over here because we're talking about transformational living. Mm-hmm, we're right. talking about that's good. Yeah, completely different things. Hmm. Doctor Greg Steely,
2: FCA, we've got just a little bit, a little over a a, a little over a minute. So, uh, what can the average person do? To help FCA? I mean, we have people that have athletes in their family. We have some that don't. How can sure. the average person that's listening or watching uh, be a part of FCA? Well,
3: well, I think, you know, the first thing you can – the easiest part is to say within your heart, uh, this is a ministry that matters. Mm-hmm. This is a ministry that's that's reaching areas that the average person may not be able to, to, to reach during a given day or a given season. Um, the, the best way to help is we, we need we need volunteers – we need people that that say you know what i want to go serve my fca rep or my fca director in a way that encourages them that helps them mm-hmm. uh, they can give financially mm-hmm. and they can go to they can go to the fca website and do and do all that they can find any information they need um, they can contact me g at fca.org and i'll get you connected to david i mean we have such an awesome staff i mean such an awesome team david and this group they're just fantastic and uh, they it will be enriching for the person that wants to contribute and volunteer it will be a ministry to them because our group is so is so great at that thank mm-hmm.
2: you so much for Absolutely. your time being in the studio dr greg steely uh, you heard him you can help so uh, do that doctor David Delk, thank you so much. Stay out of trouble, great show if you can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dear, no more cowgirl boots. Yeah,
2: tomorrow's going to be a great show. Have an amazing Wednesday. I'm Rick Pro, and I'm Dan Radcliffe. Don't forget, this is Faith Talk Live. See you.